Welcome to this emergency podcast edition of Basketball is Religion. I am your host, Big Matt, and our first big trade of the trade deadline just happened about 30 minutes ago, um, where we had Kyrie Irving going to the Dallas Mavericks for Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, and a 2029 first-round pick and a 2027-2029 second-round picks. The Dallas Mavericks will receive Kyrie Irving and Markeith Morris. The first big trade to go down this deadline season. I don't really count the Rui Hachimura to the Lakers trade as a big trade acquisition. So this is the first big one. I mentioned on our last podcast that in case something big went down, we'd be jumping on here and recording something for you guys to listen to before uh, the trade deadline kind of gets going earlier this week. So, so Gons, how do you feel about this trade? Kyrie Irving to the Dallas Mavericks. Okay, so I wasn't even sure that the Suns were a serious contender. I, I mean, I, I'm not the Suns, the Mavs. I know the the Suns, the Lakers, uh, possibly the Clippers. Where did the Mavs come from? Like, did, did you see this coming? Um, There were talks of it. It was the Mavs. It was, like you said, the Suns. It was the Clippers that were in this, too. So, yeah, everyone was kind of in 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 the running, but... Honestly, it was. I, I thought they would get a better haul for for Kyrie Irving. It just seems kind of light to me initially. Initial thoughts about the about the pieces they got. What what, what do you think? Yeah, no, this is definitely a Mark Cuban business IOU down the line deal. I mean, people forget that Mark Mark Cuban is extraordinary at making deals in business. So you know, it may be lopsided here right now. But later down the line, he'll pay the favor back one way or another. I don't know if it's correlated to the NBA. I don't know if it's another business entity. But I'm sure something else was was going on here. Um, and, and of course, that's speculation. Um, but it's an, I mean, if we get into the nitty gritty of the trade, it's interesting because Dinwiddie did really well on Brooklyn. Like that's where he got paid, and then he came to Dallas and. You know, so I'm thinking that Durant's familiarity with Dinwiddie's like, hey, dude, I can play with this guy. I think Matt, if I'm right, he was putting up like 15, 16 points a game uh, when when he was on Brooklyn. Um, now you add Finney Smith. Uh, I oh man, you're still losing Kyrie. I don't know, man. Um, I I don't know. What do you think here? Dinwiddie, yes, good backup point guard. I, I guess oh, good, good, okay, starting. Uh, starting point guard now for for the Nets. There is some familiarity there with the with the organization um but with you know with with Dorian Finney-Smith uh, getting him back he's a solid defender. Okay, three three point shot. Um yeah, I mean that's all that's all they got like and then one 2029 first round pick and two second round picks. It just seems like I like the Lakers I like the Lakers package a little bit more if, especially if the two round two first round picks were involved. Um, I think your ceiling is a little bit, I hate to say this, and I, I might sound like a homer, but I think the ceiling with Westbrook is a little bit higher than, than Spencer Dinwiddie um, because, you know, fami- Russ does have the familiarity with Durant too. So, I mean, if I, I, I anticipated it was going to be the Suns. If you're going to trade someone for Kyrie, you get someone that could keep you as a contender, maybe go get Chris Paul, but maybe the Suns weren't willing to throw in some picks. Um, before they couldn't get anything done before the new owner took place. So 
I guess the next question for you would be, does Kyrie Irving stay in Dallas long term or is this more like a six month rental? Okay, so here's 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 the thing. Right? We all know Luca needs the ball in his hand. Well, I guess we're gonna find out if Luca can play off the ball. Because if Luca can play off the ball, Matt, and Kyrie takes over the point guard, that's a dynamic backcourt. But can Luca play off the ball? I, I think it'd be better for him. The dude's out of shape bringing the ball up all the time. I don't think he likes bringing the ball up. Frankly, if you watch him play, he's you know, he takes his time, he's very slow. Um He's a very half-court type of player, right? That's that's his game. So now that you have Kyrie kind of handle, you know, pick up the pace, run the fast, like bring the ball up essentially, um, I think it could elevate Luka's scoring. Obviously, it's going to bring down his assist numbers, but it could work. No, for 100%. Like, that's what I brought up in the group chat. Like... I could see him staying there longer because if you're looking at like a dueling banjos, dual primary ball handler situation, it worked with Kyrie Irving and worked with LeBron James. LeBron James is a primary ball handler. Same thing as Luka Doncic. So that takes away the, like you said, it takes away Luka's, you know, they don't need to rely on him 100% um, because you do have Kyrie Irving there. They'll kind of play, you know, my, my turn, your turn sort of basketball, which I don't think is a win, winning type of basketball, but they did in 2018. Why can't they do it now? Especially with how weak the East, how weak the West is going into the season. I mean, the top teams are are the Denver Nuggets and the Memphis Grizzlies, who and, you know, I I don't think they're the you know, they're great teams. Yes, Luka Doncic, like um, Jokic, could potentially get an MVP, another MVP MVP this season, a third straight. But do we really view them as contenders? They made it to the Western Conference Finals once. So I mean, you kind of have to empty your clip. Luca and Kyrie at least gives you some hope that they can win the championship. I don't think with Dorian Finney-Smith, with Spencer Dinwiddie, that Luca was going to try was going to win the championship this season. I just don't think their team was deep enough. Now you kind of have you still have Jim, you still have Tim Hardaway Jr. You still have um, their other pieces, Powell and and um, Bullock. Now you're just adding Kyrie Irving. All he had to give was give up with some of the future, but if it'll, it'll, those picks will be. Not worthless, but pretty low if your team's really good down the line. So I guess, do you think Kyrie, like, even if they don't win the championship this season, do you think Kyrie Irving stays there? Or do you think it's more just a rental and he'll end up on the Lakers in the offseason? Um, I I don't see him staying there if they don't go really far into the playoffs or win the championship. I don't know that Kyrie wants to be in Dallas. Um, he's like, it just doesn't seem like the type. Um, but I, it just depends, I guess, on chemistry and how well they gel together. But for sure, he's going to test the market. Um, he's no way he's going to sign any type of extension with Dallas. So I, I, I think, think, and that's okay. I think Dallas, for what they lost, it's okay being a rental. They didn't really lose much, Matt. So um, I think he's going to test the market, but I'm not opposed to saying it could work out. Um, and, and it just depends how, how what the experience is with his time there. All right, another wrinkle that got thrown into this as we're recording here is that Sham Sharanya has reported that the actually no, I'm sorry, Chris Haynes uh, from Bleacher Report reports that um, the Phoenix Suns plan to pursue uh, Kevin Durant in case you know after this Kyrie trade. Now Kevin Durant is going to potentially want out. What do you think of the Suns trying to get Kevin Durant? Oh. So then that would mean that Brooklyn's going into a rebuild mode? 
Um, so, you know, that, that was a thing, right? It was, we're going to be able to trade Kyrie in order to stay competitive this season. Like, I don't think getting Spencer Dinwiddie and Dorian Finney-Smith is going to make you competitive for this week, this season. That's why I was kind of weird about the Lakers. Like, getting Russell Westbrook wasn't going to make you competitive for this season. So, that's why I was kind of a 50-50 on that trade. It was, you know, let's try to stay competitive with Kevin Durant. But that, you know, getting Spencer Dinwiddie and DFS doesn't really make you competitive in the East. You still have to go through the the Celtics, the Sixers, the Bucks. You know, getting rid of Kyrie, I don't think that's going to essentially make them a, higher than they are before. If anything, it makes them worse. What do you think? Yeah, You know what? If What I would do if I was Brooklyn Nets management and uh, GM, there's just too much drama with Kyrie and Durant. Ain't there the wrong prospects for the team? Um, the fact that Durant said he's wanted to be traded and not be traded, same with Kyrie, I would do it. Bring in some young players. I mean, see what you can get. Get draft picks. There's a upcoming draft class that's going to be phenomenal. And if you could get some young, young players, um, I just don't know what that trade would look like, Matt. Can you? No, like like if the Suns were to give up, let's say the Suns, DeAndre Ayton, of course, is in that. DeAndre Ayton, Jay Crowder, and let's say three first-round draft picks for Kevin Durant. If you're if you're if you're the Brooklyn Nets, do you take that sort of deal? I like Aiton because he's a solid big and he's good. He's all star or all star worthy. Um, and he, he and I, I don't know about Crowder. Um, he's older, but I guess he could be a veteran player. If you want to throw him in, I love the three draft picks first. Yeah, yeah. Why not? I would. I know, right? Like, if you have Aiton, if you have. Durant, Booker, Chris Paul, you have a shot in the Western Conference. So um, anything you want to add before we... This is going to be a short pod since this is just more of an emergency reaction pod. Um, anything you want to add before we take off today? No, man, that's uh, freaking phenomenal, oh, crazy news. So uh, no, I got nothing to add on my end. And that'll be it for us today in this quick emergency pod. The Kyrie Irving to Ma- Dallas Mavericks trade has happened. Um, for those that are thinking how it's going to affect the All-Star game because Kyrie Irving was selected to be an Eastern Conference All-Star, Chris Maddox from Sports Illustrated just tweeted out that it won't impact him um, being an All-Star this season, even though he was selected as an Eastern Conference All-Star. They're, they're going to be doing that um, that draft anyway, so that won't, that won't really matter. If they weren't doing the draft, he would still play on the Eastern Conference based off what Chris Maddox from Sports Illustrated has said. So, yeah, we're, it's going to be very interesting to see how you know the, this first big domino falls um, with the trade deadline. I'm always skeptical about trades going down until it actually happens. So seeing this actually happen, we'll see what the Lakers do. We'll see what the other teams do um, going into this you know, next few days, the sprint to Thursday's trade deadline. Um, LeBron James is 34 points away, I believe. Um, from breaking Kareem's record now after that loss against the um, New Orleans Pelicans. So most likely he'll be breaking it um, against the Bucks unless he goes for some unless he goes for over 34 against the Thunder, which he could, which he could potentially do. But my you know my standing theory of um, it being a distraction from the Lakers not trading Westbrook is still still standing. I still believe that's going to happen. So. Oh, wow. Uh, trade deadline season. Crazy, crazy, crazy times. F5 season is here. Refresh season. Uh, Shams and Woj season is here. So as a basketball fan, it's really exciting. 
um, the on-court product is really good, but also the off-court product, you know, it's kind of what keeps, that's why NBA Twitter kind of exists and you know, NFL or, or, or baseball Twitter doesn't really exist. And NBA kind of masters and, you know, has mastered how uh, the Twitter landscape and how news is breaking in reaction to that. So we'll see you guys on Friday. We'll record on Thursday to react to the additional trades. Um, but if there's a really big one like this one, we'll definitely jump on and do an emergency pod for you guys to listen to. All right. Um, have a great rest of the weekend. Thanks.